And so as I was sitting there, I just started thinking about my whole life. And I started thinking about where I had come from and all the things that had happened. And I was writing things in my journal. And I just felt like the Lord was, this was the night before my birthday, actually. And I was just telling the Lord, uh, I just felt like he said to me, he said to me, Cheryl, I have a special gift for you. In my work as a pastor and pioneer of new things, I get to work with, coach, and learn from others, tilling soil, planting seeds, and praying for rain as we dig in and engage our communities for the mission of God. Join me as we share stories from the field in the Common Ground Podcast. This is the Common Ground Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Jalad, lead cultivator of Fresh Expressions here in North Georgia and of the Common Ground Network at Mount Pisgah Church. I'm here with my friend, Cheryl McCarthy, who is a really, really important uh, person in regards to the Fresh Expressions movement, um, particularly in the United States, but I would say global as well. Um, Just such a blessing to me and to the training team and to our churches and um, Cheryl, would you just introduce yourself and, and tell everybody a little bit about your context and your role with Fresh Expressions? I sure will. Thank you, Heather, so much for having me on here. I'm just so excited. Um, I am the director of the Ananias Project, which is the prayer and intercession stream of Fresh Expressions U.S. And um, I direct and help to uh, create a canvas for listening for pioneers, pastors, uh, trainers and um, our partners. So I'm also connected with several different uh, partnerships globally. Um, but I'm it's it's more of a uh, John three eight go as the wind blows and helping to uh, ha- helping to undergird and to encourage and to train up our pioneers in in the capacity of listening to the Holy Spirit uh, in in regards to His call on their lives when they go out into their communities. That's so good. Thank you. You have been such a blessing to 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 me. I mean, uh Cheryl's like on my 911 list. So <laughs> I've called her before and um just such a such a blessing to me and and everything um that I've I've done in regards to fresh expressions and and so many others. Before we get like really serious in this conversation, um I have an important question to ask you. Uh what's your favorite Disney movie? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, all I can think about is um, there's a, there's a movie, one of them is called Brave mm-hmm. and it's, um, and Chris Backer at our national director had said, Cheryl, you remind me when I watch this movie with my kids, you remind me of that little girl with the red hair. Who's the brave girl. Right. And I can't remember her name right now. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Either. But as far as, as far as my favorite one, um, there's just, I love them all actually. So Sorry to shoot one out. Okay, okay, that's fair enough. But yes, you do you do resemble the main character in the movie Brave. I have to say. Okay, so I, I'm curious, and I want people to hear this story. Um, I, I know a little bit about this, but how did you get involved in the Fresh Expressions movement? Okay, when it, I'm going to be concise, like I said to you earlier, I can ramble. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna see how this works right now. <laughs> But um, I, I want to incorporate this into what you shared as far as, you know, your focus for your podcast mm-hmm. um, in helping pioneers to understand, uh, you know, give them a space to be encouraged and to grow and whatnot and share. Um, today is my birthday and yay, I, turned, birthday, uh, yay, I <laughs> turned 53 today. And I believe in my life has always been one where God, um, God uses Ebenezer's 
throughout, um, you know, uh, years, days, things like that, which of course he does throughout scripture. Um, when I was 42 years old, we were living in uh, Christiansburg, Virginia, and my husband was the worship leader for um, the River Church Anglican, which is now uh, Jonathan Tag is the is the priest. And it was a church plant. We would always we would always go the way the way the Lord has always worked with our family for 20 years is I would begin to sense things about a move. Okay, and my husband would be the worship leader at the church. And I would tell him, honey, I'm just letting you know, something's going to, you know, something's going down. Okay, we're getting moved. And then he, maybe a couple weeks or a couple months later, he would say, Cheryl, I lost my day job because they were always church plants. Mm -hmm. So it was always a part-time position. And I would get so excited because I would know that God was about to move us, right? Mm -hmm. So when we were 42 years old, my birthday, um, I was going through a very difficult time Um, as as intercessors and as pioneers were apostles, right? Yeah, yeah. And so when you have the apest, the apostle's the one that's moved around. It's the one that's lonely. It's the yeah. one that has the massive passion, mm-hmm. the one that's driven, right? The one that's anointed to move and be first in whatever the whatever God wants to do, he sends off the apostle, right? Yep. So I was an apostle, but I was an untrained apostle which mm. I would always liken myself to a, to a stallion that was running. My husband once <laughs> said to me several years later, he's like, honey, you have to understand I'm the fence around you. you <laughs> there <know>? you go. <laughs> you have to, you're the one running and I'm keeping you in, you know? So, um, so when I was 42, the Lord made it very clear to me that I was to go and be with him on my 42nd birthday. And I thought it's about 42 for, you know, it's not like I'm 50. It's not like a special birthday. <laughs> and I remember going out, had a little fold up rocking chair that my friend, my best friend, Bethany gave me. And I went out to this hill heritage. I always love to go out in prayer. That's, that's just find a beautiful space and be in the presence of God. And so as I was sitting there, I just started thinking about my whole life. And I started thinking about where I had come from and all the things that had happened. And I was writing things in my journal and I just felt like the Lord was, this was the night before my birthday, actually. Mm -hmm. And I was just telling the Lord, uh, I just felt like he said to me, he said to me, Cheryl, I have a special gift for you. Mm. And I was like, okay. So the next day I'm waiting for my gift. Right. And my best friend at the time, uh, she was the pastor, Jonathan Tag's wife, Robin. We went out to breakfast and then we took a drive. And as we were driving, I just started sharing about my life and I started sharing about the painful places and J.R. Briggs called, you know, he, he does his thing on apostles, right? Mm-hmm. He says, These are the ones that are scary. These mm-hmm. are the ones in your church. You don't know what to do with, right? Yeah. Well, yep. for years and years, my pastors didn't know what to do with me. Yeah. They had no clue what to do with me because I was like scary. All right. Mm-hmm. And so I started to, to talk about these different, I'm trying to remember because it's all kind of come back to me, but I was remembering on my cry. I might cry just warning you. It's okay. Yes. All right. Tears are allowed. (laughs) I remember um, in that conversation with Robin and the Lord showed me, I was talking about the pain that I had gone through being a woman. I mean, I don't really think about being a woman personally, you know, I think about I'm I'm who I am, but for some reason I'm not translating. Right. So, and it would be Mm. painful because I'm a, I'm an apostle, but I'm an intercessor and a Mm. prophet. And so Mm -hmm. those are freaky, freaky, supernatural Mm -hmm. things. Right. So we're in the car driving along. I'm sharing all these different painful places with pastors. And the Lord gave me a picture while I'm driving. Okay. Just I'm driving the car. 
And I see Tom Herrick, who has been my, he is, he just retired from the Titus Institute and Canon for Church Planting for the Diocese of the Mid-Atlantic. But he was our first vicar 30 some years ago. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that taught me how to pray. And mm-hmm. I saw him um, at this one particular moment when we were meeting in a school in Centerville, Virginia. And Tom, Tom was very sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And he would be up front and he'd be like, you know, I have a sense. He'd stop the service. I have a sense that somebody has a word. For like mm-hmm. three or four weeks, it was me. Okay. And I, yeah. and I was like, oh my gosh, he's going to get so mad at me for going up there again. And so this one particular time sitting in the back and I've always, I was always listening and trying to be abandoned to God and listening, you know, training up. Right. And he said, somebody has word. And I'm like, I knew it was me. And I'm like, and so I raised my hand. He's like, come on up here. So I came forward and I stood there and I just started weeping in front of the service. And I said, um, I don't even remember what I said, but this man comes up to me afterwards. who was a visitor. He was like 66 years old, crying his eyes out. And he said, he said, I had to tell you that that word was for me. Mm. And he said, you know, and he shared, and I, and of course, anytime you give a word, just a little side here, anytime you get a word or anytime you say yes to Jesus, the enemy's like right on your heels, you know, yeah. he's like yeah. barking, you know, so I was sitting there going, oh my gosh, that was so stupid, blah, blah, blah. I was 20 some years old at the time, right? Mm-hmm. So the Lord brought this back to me when I was 42 and we were in the van that day driving. Mm-hmm. The Lord said, Cheryl, that was me. That was me calling you forward. That was me doing that. Hmm. And I started crying Hmm. so hard. And then all of a sudden I felt this thing coming up inside of me, like, like real for real Mm -hmm. coming Mm -hmm. up inside my chest and it came out of my mouth and I started laughing hysterically. I could not stop laughing. And Robin's sitting next to me crying because she got it. She understood. So in the word of God, Paul talks about you know, the joy in the morning. He talks about after the labor is over, there's the joy. Mm. And in prayer and intercession, you will meet many intercessors who say, I spent months, years, whatever in travail, in weeping, in crying, right? And then when, when the answer comes is joy, Mm. laugh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you will find a release. Yeah. Yes. You find many, many intercessors who say they just start laughing. Like, you know, why am I laughing? It's like, (laughs) Because God has done his thing, right? Yeah. So I knew something very poignant had happened. I'm getting all shaky right now, remembering mm-hmm. it's been 10. Mm-hmm. So today I'm 53. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's been exactly 10 years. And we moved to um we moved to New Bern, North Carolina, which I won't get into all the details, but it was literally again, my husband lot I knew we, we were supposed to move somewhere, I didn't know where. Mm-hmm. And my husband had lost his day job on Friday and called me and said, Cheryl, the whole department was laid off. I'm like, awesome. Great. You know, so he was <laughs> yeah. off for a weekend with his best friend, which God had planned ordained ahead of time mm. to lead worship at a Trace Dias retreat um, in Canada, actually with Dwight Hathaway, who is the worship leader at St. Andrews. I'm, I'm naming these people because some people might know. Who these people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, St. Andrews, Steve Woods church in St. Andrews in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. So, um, that weekend, that night, he was 48 years old. I was 42 years old. And it was 2.30 in the morning. And he woke up and he was just a mess. Mm. Like, Cheryl, I can't do this again. I just mm. can't do it again. And I'm like, let's pray. And so as mm-hmm. we prayed, I got a picture of Jesus asleep on the boat. And I said, honey, I think we're going to be okay. And then he went off to his weekend. And I went to the elders on Sunday morning. And I said, listen, I, I need you to pray. So they prayed. And Jonathan Tagg said, 
Cheryl, I just get a picture of Jesus asleep on the boat. I'm like, Whoa. thank you. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like, awesome. And then I got a picture. Okay. And, and I, and as a prophet, I mean, I don't know about every prophet, but me, I see pictures. I'm a seer. They call it. Yeah. A, yeah. You know, a seer. So I had a picture of a brand new pier on a river with a brand new boat, like a fishing boat, little wooden boat. And underneath the words that said, get in the boat. Hmm. I said, okay, well, tell us where the boat is. We'll get in the boat, you know? So April 23rd of 2010, I put something on Facebook saying, listen, you know, we're discerning where we're moving. You know, we don't know what to do. Bill's lost his job. Please pray for us. So this guy that we didn't know asked us, you know, basically was a pastor in New Bern. Mm -hmm. And he, it ended up that this pastor who asked, what what do you guys do? We're looking for a missionary family to come on staff in New Bern at this, at Grace Anglican Church, Healing Grace Anglican Church. This guy, I didn't know who he was. He ended up, he was under the same bishop that we were. Mm. I mean, it's unbelievable stuff. So we get to New Bern and while we're in New Bern, um, we just, I just started walking. We, we ended up in a, in a golf course community here in New Bern, which of course we're not golfers. Okay. And <laughs> retired community. So it's like, yeah. we've got five little kids. My, Kayla was 12. She's mm. three now. Okay. And our youngest was two. Um, and I said, you know, again, a lot of times the Lord leads you in places and you cannot make sense of it. Okay. Yeah. That's why it's so important to listen to him. Yeah. Yeah. So I won't, I won't go into massive detail about, about, anything else, but just an understanding of, um, there's sacrifice, there's, um, unknowns, there's, yeah. pain, you know, there's a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah. On the yeah. journey of Christ. So when we got here to New Bern, I spent four months praying, like walking, like you share, you know, what yeah. we do fresh expressions, right. Is you walk the land. Yeah. The Bible says every step that your foot is placed on the ground is yours. It's holy ground. And you it's take holy it. ground. That's right. Right. If we have the spirit of the Lord within us, wherever we walk is holy ground. That's right. So I would walk around this neighborhood every night, literally at midnight. I'd be, I'd be out there at night. You know, people are like, you're walking at midnight. I'm like, yeah. And so walking at midnight, walking, the, and I was kept praying and praying. Four months later, um, we had a missionary from Belize living with us. And, and, and I really felt like we were supposed to join the pool at the golf course, but we were missionaries. We didn't have any money, you know, how can we afford $400? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So our missionary friend was working at the Hilton and he came home, gave us $400. He got that much in tips. And he said, um, Cheryl, I, the Lord just said to give this to you for your, for your pool membership. So when we got to the pool, I met one of the owners, his name was Jerry Briel and they were in a state with, you know, things were kind of tough, right. Financially tough. And he was obviously very heavy. And he, we got involved with the swim team and he used to come out to the pool all the time and he just stand there. He knew we were missionaries, but he was just very like, Hmm, you know? And one day the Lord said, talk to him about, um, ask him this question. So I said, I want you to spend the weekend thinking about what would you do if money was no object for you? And he said, okay. And on Monday we met with each other and I spent two hours with him talking to him and he, you know, he was throwing everything in the book at me. You know, what about the man in Africa? You know, what about him? Mm, mm. And I, and I didn't, I didn't answer him. The Lord said, don't answer him. Mm. So I said, he said, why aren't you answered? Because you're not ready to hear anything God has to say to you. Mm. I said, you mm. already have your answers. I said, when you're ready to hear from God, I'll, I'll, I'll answer any question you have. <laughs> so he said, you're not like anybody I've met. I said, 
I know. <laughs> like every any other Christian. Because You're his, like, I'm very aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said Christians, you know, in his mind, he would say, because he's a pro at a golf course. Yeah. A lot of people who were Christians mm-hmm. would come in and they'd live one way yeah. and they go to church on Sunday. So he didn't yeah. know the yeah. difference. And yeah. so ultimately the Lord connected us. We started a, he helped us start a ministry in town called Seeds, Serve, mm-hmm. Encourage, Evangelize, Disciple, and Send. Mm-hmm. And what we did was it was very much uh, Fresh Expressions is the national global entity of what we were doing in Newburn, mm-hmm. which was uniting the churches, the government, the schools, bringing us together in unity and doing things together mm-hmm. to support and impact the community, right? Yeah. Serve, encourage, to being community. So we had a um, tennis, tennis, swimming, golf retreat, uh, like a camp for three years in the summer. And it started with 12. It went and we partnered with FCA and we had five different churches represented that were like helping to do it, put it on, you know, 24 people, kids the next, the next year. And um, I think it was 24 the year after that. But from that, we, the Lord would just lead us in, in that local uh, ministry. Mm-hmm. And I had eight, eight board members. We did a 501c3, you know, the whole shebang. And um, we got into the black communities and the Lord did that. And that's a story I'll, I'll share at the end when you said there's a story mm-hmm. um, to end with, but with fresh expressions, Tom Herrick, this is all kind of like layering. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of layering going on at the time. And Tom Herrick, of course, um, when I had that vision, right. On my 42nd birthday, and I wrote to Tom and I hadn't talked to him. I don't know how long, like mm-hmm. a year. And I wrote him telling him how incredibly important he was. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then he said, Charles, I'd really like you to be a part of our intercessory group mm. for, for Titus. And I said, okay. So me being who I am, the Lord starts to tell me stuff. I will push and I will yeah. do until he tells me to stop or somebody yeah. says, shut up, you know? So <laughs> I said, I was like, you know, if you ever want me on your, you know, like leader call, I said, I would be more than happy to be a part of that. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. So, so wait a minute. Let me, let me go back to second with Tom um, because he's, he's the, he's the point at which I got connected to fresh expressions. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when, before my 42nd birthday, um, I had not talked to Tom for a year. It had mm-hmm. been a year and um, yeah, I think it was a year since I you know, had any contact with him and, but it had been two years since I had heard the voice of God, wow. the Lord had put me on a shelf and I mm. not heard his voice for two years. And it was horrific. Yeah. And one day I'm sitting in the kitchen doing my dishes and I hear the Lord say, you need to call Tom. And I was like, what is that? you? Oh my gosh. And I said, Tom, and I thought, oh my gosh. And so then I, I went ahead and tried him. I couldn't get a hold of him that day. And the next day he called me, I texted him, you know, what's up with you? And he called me the next day and he said, he said, Cheryl, it's amazing that you called me. And I said, well, what in the world is up? And he said, well, my head intercessor was moving this weekend. And I had a very important phone call with someone that was going to be very difficult. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't able to support me. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit told you about it Mm -hmm. and alerted you of my need. Wow. So that's when he said, would you want to be on my intercessor team? So then after that, I said, would you, can I, you know, if you ever need me to be on leadership. So I got, he goes, he said, Cheryl, he got, I got on the call with the two of them. He and his head intercessor, which at the time was Sue Hardman with Truro church in Fairfax, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And he says, he says, Cheryl, it's very interesting that you say that because Sue is ready to retire. 
and we would like you to take over her position mm. as head intercessor for Titus, right? Mm. So I began to lead the, the intercession. Um, and after I worked with, so while I was working with Tom for about five years as his head, head intercessor for Titus, one day we would always meet on Mondays. And he would tell me like what he needed prayer for. We'd talk about what answers to prayer had come. And then, and then I would pray over him. Right. Yeah. And so this one day he said, Oh, by the way, as he's leaving, I'm going to go to this <laughs> thing. This is 2012 when okay. fresh expressions came to this country. Yeah. And he said, I'm, I've been invited to go to this gathering in, uh, I can't remember where it was, but he said, uh, I think it was in DC. And he said, of, of, it's a pioneer mission from England. And I was like, and the Lord said, you need to keep an eye on that because that's going to be something. Those are mm. exact words to me. And I said, okay, well, next week, um, can we talk about that? You know, so the next week he calls me, we have our conversation. And I said, so tell me about that, that, you know, and he goes, oh, Cheryl, it was incredible. He said, mm. it was all these pioneer missionaries, you know, they're, they're going out and, and really impacting communities and whatnot. And so I was doing seeds at the time and then this, then Titus, and then this fresh expressions thing. But the mm. fresh expressions thing was literally burning in me. Yeah. And I was like, Tom, is there any way you can connect me to, to the, you know, mm-hmm. Prince or Ganny, whoever these people are. And so then it was months. Okay. I think it was like eight months. And I kept throwing stuff at him, you know, like, <laughs> any, any of you guys get this? I mean, come <laughs> on. God has told me already. You know? I mean, yeah. he, I already knew. Right. So yeah. then, so then he, so then Tom calls me one day. And he said, Cheryl, I need you to pray for me because I'm about to go into a uh, steering committee meeting, strategic planning meeting with Fresh Expressions U.S. He had been uh-huh. invited to be one of their, you know, steering team for the U.S. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, call me right after that meeting's over. And so he called me and I said, so how'd it go? And he said, um, he goes, actually, Cheryl, I, I talked about your seeds ministry. I said, really now? <laughs> I said, would you please put me in touch with him? So he goes, okay. So he emailed me with Gannon and Chris. And then uh-huh. I got with Gannon and Gannon had me write a blog post. And after the blog post, this was uh, 2013 mm-hmm. in October. And they said, Cheryl, would you be willing to come to Greensboro in February of 2014 and um, do a, a vision day with us as one of our panelists? And I mm-hmm. said, I said, sure. So when I went, there were 122 people at this vision day. Wow. And there was, there were like a hundred people on a waiting list, Heather. Wow. Had anything like that since. Okay. Huh. Well, that's not true. We have, I, you know, we have, but not at that time. We didn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. So before the night before we had gone in and what, and, and I'll kind of go into like what I do at these events. Okay is you basically anoint the space. Mm -hmm. So I take my oil and consecrate the space wherever it is that we've been called to go. And so we prayed over that space. We prayed over every chair, every table, every window, and we just gave it to Jesus. And we asked the Holy Spirit, the Lord to send angels at every door and window. Um, We we spent time listening, like, Lord, what what do you want us to hear in the space? Right. And so then Gannon comes up. I have Jenny Noyes with New Wine Skins Missionary Network. She's, that's who she works for now. She's the CEO. But at the time, she was the alpha. I don't know if you've heard of alpha, but she was the alpha director for North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so she says, so, so we've known each other for years. We were all at the same church with Tom 30 years ago. So she, so Gannon says, 
you girls have to sit at different tables. You can't sit at the same table. So I'm like, okay. So, so Lord, where do you want me to sit? And pointed out a table for me to sit at. Uh-huh. And I went and put my purse there and my jacket. And when we sat down, I was sitting next to, right next to the senior warden of the church that we were at, First Baptist Greensboro. And mm-hmm. they, they had a steering committee to find their next rector, their next pastor. And I was sitting right next to that man. And all the rest of the people at my table were men. And they were all people who were at really difficult stages in their churches, Hmm. where one church was like, we have lost 800 factory workers because they closed the factory. Wow. So our church isn't dying. Our whole community is dying. Wow. I looked at all of them and I said, so do you have intercessors that are walking with you? Hmm. And they said, well, we have a group of, you know, lay leaders that, that pray, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, but do you have people that join with you and intercede listening to God for you? Yeah. And they didn't understand it. I grew mm-hmm. up, you know, I was in the Anglican renewal movement. Okay. okay. John Wimber and all that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Judith McNutt, the McNutt ministry, um, all of this. And so I was so used to moving in the power of the spirit and seeing God do miracles Every day. It was just constant. And these were mainstream Baptist uh, ministers who had not really experienced that before. Yeah. And when I was talking with them and heard this, after the after it was over, I went up to Chris Backer and I said, um, uh, or actually, I'm sorry, he came up to me mm-hmm. and he said, um, Cheryl, can I talk, you know how he is, can I mm-hmm. talk to you in a couple of weeks? And I said, no, I said, no, it's not, you know, you're, you're going to talk to me now I said, because I know exactly what you're going to ask oh, me. It's so funny. So goes, for, for everybody's benefit, if you don't know who Chris Backer did, he, he is the director of Fresh Expressions U.S. who got this movement really off the ground in in this country. And Gannon Sims, I guess, really was his his counterpart, his partner in crime um, for yeah, that at the, the beginning of the, the whole thing. Yeah. And it was really the two of them that were doing everything out of what they had experienced in England when they had gone over to, yeah, to, to see what that was all about over there. Okay. Graham Cray and yes, and going yes. to Holy Trinity Brompton with Sandy Miller. And yeah, yeah. You know, they have a tremendous, you need to have them on. Oh my gosh, Sandy <laughs> Miller. I mean, Sandy Miller was at the New Room Conference a couple years ago and just blew blew my mind. Yes. He's, he is, he is a phenomenal, I mean, I've never met him, but I have several friends that have been, you know, full on with him and, and Chris and Gannon, you know, are one of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Chris was like, well, Cheryl, you know, we've had 21 vision days in the United States so far. He said, and this is the best one. And I know it's because of the prayer. So I'd like Mm. to ask you to come on staff as our prayer coordinator. I'm like, good. (laughs) (laughs) It's about time. (laughs) I've been carrying this for a freaking year. You know But it was so precious. But the beautiful thing about Chris is that he understands um, as steward of this movement, Mm -hmm. he understands how important it is to support those that work for this movement. So I'd never, I mean, I just do everything like what Jesus tells me to do something. I do it. And I believe for funding afterwards, I just do it. He's like, no, Cheryl, I cannot bring you on until I'm able to pay you. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so that was new to me and that was beautiful. And that meant, mm-hmm. that meant that this meant something to him. I mean, yeah. this meant an understanding to him of what this is. Join me next time as we continue the conversation.